Welcome to the podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel, Bio Soul Integration. There, my goal is to help you integrate body and soul, to help you feel completely, express fully, and live authentically. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Eaker. Let's get into it. Uh, in this video, I want to talk about the shadow and shadow work, and specifically, I want to talk about be the sort of key to quickly and smoothly integrating your dark side without all the painful resistance that might come up, that can come up in shadow work. So, uh, you know, shadow, our shadow is kind of all about unconsciousness, and so really a key to integrating our shadow as quickly and as smoothly as possible without all the sort of uh, existential turbulence that can be involved is um, to increase our awareness. And there are many ways to increase awareness, um, mind, you know, many modalities and techniques and practitioners that can help you sort of increase awareness. So uh, in this video, I'm going to be talking about uh, the those that have seemed to be most beneficial and worked the best for myself and my clients over the years, uh, along with other things that you'll need to know if you want to integrate your shadow um, quickly and as smoothly as possible. So, um, first of all, like what is a shadow? And so there's this uh, guy you may have heard of, Carl Jung. Uh, he's a famous psychologist, and he coined the term, I think, uh, shadow. And he said that our shadow is a um, unconscious aspect of our personality. And so. We generally might think of things like uh, repressed anger, repressed grief, repressed shame, um, repressed fear that tend to sort of squirt out sideways at inconvenient times in our lives and affect our lives in, in negative ways. Um, but uh, the shadow can also involve sort of positive emotions. And I'm using air quotes because I don't believe that there's any such thing as positive and negative emotions, um, but I digress. I'll probably talk about that in another video. But the point is, is that uh, we make strange relationships with things like joy and happiness and pleasure as well, and those things can become uh, our shadow also. Uh, so, how does this happen? How does our, our shadow? How do how do we do things get repressed? How do things get to? How do parts of ourselves? How are parts of ourselves made unconscious? Well, from the standpoint of the work that I'm doing, um, there's a part of our nervous system that comes online when we're maybe two to four months after conception, and it's probably running the show until we're about seven years old. And it's part of our nervous system that's kind of the source layer of our nervous system. It's really concerned with survival, and consequently, it's really concerned with fitting in with the herd. And so it's really feeling into our environment. It's feeling into the energetic milieu of our environment, especially the people around us, our care, our caretakers, who are usually our parents. And it's paying very close attention to them. And how are they, what's their relationship with these parts of themselves? What's their relationship with anger and joy and power and all these things? How have they pushed certain parts of themselves away and created their shadow? Um, and certainly we pick up on their finer points, but um, of course, we also pick up on how they've created shadow in themselves and how they've pushed certain parts of themselves away. And since uh, we sort of rely on them for our survival, we'll just sort of automatically and unconsciously adopt the ways that they've been, the ways that they've created shadow self. Um, and, you know, that can create, the shadow uh, can create all sorts of uh, 
problems can show up in various ways. Um, there is a, a physical manifestation of that. We, as our nervous system creates these, uh, as it pushes things away, pushes things down and separates us from that, uh, it uses muscle tension. We use posture and so can, you know, create tension, pain, uh, poor posture in our bodies. But then of course, um, there are resources that we're using to hold that stuff there. And those are resources that we don't get to use for adapting to our environment, for healing, for recovering from injury, for dealing with stress and so on. And so, um, it can affect our immune system. Uh, it can, you know, affect, uh, organ systems, um, body chemistry, strange body chemistry can be a result of repressed energy in our bodies in the shadow. Uh, and of course it affects us emotionally. Uh, we think of anger issues or depression and anxiety and things like that. And, um, the, these things kind of all fall under a category of just sort of feeling stuck. That's a certain, there's a certain part of the healing process where we start to feel stuck, where we start to feel stuck maybe in our bodies and our lives. And when you're, if you're feeling stuck in your body or your life in any way, that's a good indication that the shadow is coming to the surface. And, um, yeah, good, good indication that some repressed stuff that we've been stuffing down, darker stuff that we have a program that says we don't want to look at that, that that's being sort of coming to the surface. Uh, and when that's the case, when that's sort of being kept unconscious, we tend to project, you know, project our dark stuff onto other people and onto life. We might, uh, we perceive ourselves through the lens of our shadow, which means, you know, we, uh, might see people as treating us badly when they're not really, or we might see life as being against us when that's not really the case. It's stuff that we've, it's a lens that we've seeing the world through that we've it's unconscious and that's how it shows up when it, it, it's unconscious. And that leads to behaviors, bad habits, um, and addiction. Addiction's a lot about repressed shadow. So the question is like what to do about this? Well, like I said, uh, the shadow is a lot about unconsciousness. And so, um, mindfulness, awareness, mindfulness, awareness practices, mindfulness, meditation. These are just names for, the, uh, practice of committing to bringing our attention to what's going on in our bodies and our lives, especially our bodies, our the sensations in our bodies, uh, paying attention to, to that. That's a pretty fundamental key tool for, uh, doing shadow, shadow work. Uh, and once we have that tool kind of installed or some level of it, um, on some level, there's not much we have to do after that because life is just going to bring our shadow to the surface. Anything that we've made unconscious life doesn't like that. And it's going to bring it, bring it to the surface, uh, through relationship, uh, you know, through the various, um, relationships in our, in our lives. I mean, I have a four and a half year old daughter. I've been married for a few years now and you know, there's plenty of, uh, plenty of opportunity to, through just regular life stuff to sort of connect and work with my shadow, um, and do shadow work. Uh, dream work is a, is another good way to work with the shadow. Our unconscious, you know, subconscious, unconscious mind starts to get squeezed to the surface when we're, when we're dreaming. And so if we make the point to pay attention to our dreams, we can glean a lot of good information from that. Um, 
what else? Uh, journaling. Journaling is an excellent way to sort of uh, let the unconscious sort of spill out onto the page. And if there's other, if we want to turn up the volume, um, we can do exercise of any sort, but that'll help get chi moving and bring things to the surface. But things like yoga and Pilates and ecstatic dance, anything where we're sort of like bringing our attention to our body and we're breathing and we're moving um, is really going to sort of help to um, bring awareness to, to our shadow and bring that to the surface. And then, of course, there's therapy and coaching. And um, I would suggest, you know, someone who does more like somatic psychotherapy, um, some body-centered therapy. And, um, you know, I've been seeing someone who does EMDR recently. That's kind of a brain-centered, body-centered uh, modality. And it's been really, really, really powerful. Um, you know, so there's a certain level of discomfort that we might have to go through initially in going towards our shadow, but, uh, the benefits far outweigh the, you know, the benefits far outweigh the pain. Um, again, there's a decrease, it results in a decrease of pain, both physically and psychologically. Uh, again, it frees up all these resources that we've been using to wall this stuff off. And so, um, you know, it's easier to die more energy for digesting our food, for dealing with stress, for recovering from injury, for fighting off illness, um, all of these things. And, you know, just generally more clarity in all the important areas of our lives, especially relationships, especially work. Um, and, you know, it just creates a greater flow, greater joy in our lives, more compassion for ourselves and for others and uh, more love for ourselves and for others. And so it's well, well worth it. Um, and you know, it's just kind of like to wrap things up. I just kind of want to say that, um, you know, we're not trying to get rid of our shadow. We're actually trying to embrace it. There actually, if we could sort of look at it as there's wisdom in there that has a, a lot of, there's a lot of wisdom for our successful growth and evolution. And sure, initially there can be some discomfort and there will be some discomfort, um, but to the extent that we can bring our attention and our kind attention to what's coming up when our shadow comes to the surface, we'll be able to more easily and more quickly and more smoothly um, integrate our shadow. Thank you for listening to the BioSoul Integration Podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my BioSoul Integration YouTube channel. You can also find me on the web at BioSoulIntegration.com. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.